Ready? I was born ready. I'm Ron Swanson. Studio 537, this is the Doodle Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from the Beats Lab at Studio 537, you've tuned in to another installment of the Doodle Podcast. What an episode we had last week. I still feel a little bit hungover from it because, man, it was good. I think we did well. I was impressed with our production and the beatettes just coming through and the clutch as always Elvis had great questions and Dougie fresh had great questions for Lucas and Jason, but it was a great time. Um, you've got a duet tonight, tonight it's me and Viss and we're bringing sexy back. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So tonight is week two of the green meadows conference football preview uh, later on in the episode, we will be joined by uh, first-year Fairview head coach Phil Morrow, and um, then later on, at the, towards the end, we'll be joined by Tenora head coach Kenny Krause. I'm kind of excited about tonight. Uh, last week me, was me different too. because last week was different because we had a familiarity. Um, that was the first time I'd really ever talked to Lucas. I've met him before, um, and of course, Coach Hale had been on here numerous times. So we're kind of Outside of those two, we don't really know the rest of these guys. So we're going to get to know them a little bit. Um, and, you know, hopefully they enjoy their time with us. Uh, how was your week, Elvis? Hey, it was wonderful. I uh, worked all week like usual and had the weekend off, but I worked today. And I'm excited for this, uh, both these coaches coming on tonight. You know, I'm surprised. I was really surprised you said wonderful after the dismantling of your cubbies on friday oh. thursday and friday well to be totally honest my family hasn't talked to me since because i told them i didn't think rizzo and javi would be gone mckeegan hasn't talked to me since tuesday jen hasn't either they're both pretty upset just let mckeegan know we'll take good care of javi for you but i i did let them know that they all could come back well, and that's the big thing, you know, I, I see baseball fans, you know, big cub fans that I know posting on Twitter, Facebook or whatever about, you know, that's just not ever going to be the same. They're forgetting. Not only can you, I mean, you can get them back. I mean, it's, I think you and I talked about this the other day, the 
Aroldis Chapman from 2016 when the Cubs traded for him midseason uh, with the Yankees, and then he turned around and re-signed with the Yankees anyway. Yeah. So whereas you might not, you know, yeah, you had to give up some prospect. Well, you first off, you got prospects for him. Yeah. And then you turn around and you can re-sign him. So it's really, it could potentially be a win-win. It could be. Um, I know the, you know, the Mets obviously made the big splash with Baez, uh, who, by the way, jacked one last night. Um, and I can't remember what he did today. The guy today was a disaster. Uh, oh, for, for four. I think oh, yeah. three last I seen. Today, t- this weekend has been, a, you know, outside of, you know, yes, getting Baez is great. But outside of that, it's been a rough weekend to be a Mets fan because, you know, really all they did at the deadline was get Baez. They failed to sign Kumar Rocker by the deadline today. Um, I did. I did. That was your uh, first overall pick. In the draft, yeah, number t- number ten in the draft. Um, Scott, a Scott Boris client, and there was some rumors about his arm not being good. So. Yeah. So, and then we just get lost two out of three to, uh, to the Reds over the weekend. Which I'll tell you what sucks the biggest about that is, since we where we live, if the Mets are playing the Reds, you can't. Watch I can't it. watch the Mets telecast from the SNY telecast. I either have to listen to the Mets radio, which I have no problem doing. But, you know, I'm sitting, I'm not really do. I like to listen to the radio games when I'm doing something. Um, I like to watch them any other time. But, so I had to watch the Reds broadcast all weekend. <laughs> it's atrocious. It really is. And maybe it's because I've, I listened to uh, Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling on the regular. And it just seems like, man, those Reds announcers are awful. That's hard. That's hard to listen to them. I, I got to do that too when I watch the Cubs. The Reds announcers it's, might be the biggest homers in the history of the uh, world. It's bad, but by, by far the shittiest, <laughs> I mean, the shittiest team, and they got the biggest homers ever. Their fans are the same way. You would have thought that Joey Votto was Mickey Mantle to these guys. I mean, yeah, he went what seven hits, home run, seven straight games. Is that what it was? Yeah, because he hit one yesterday, but he no, he didn't hit one yesterday. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and the bad and the bad thing about that was four of the games were against the Cubs, so it's not like it there. He was doing it off freaking real good pitching anyway. <laughs> oh, you know what? That other guy, that Trevor Williams that we got in that deal, yeah, um, we shipped him to AAA. Did I really? Yeah, he, he he actually he isn't a bad pitcher. He does he does. I mean, he was all right for the Cubs, but he's. Let's see there with Noah Cindergard playing Scrabble Cindergard. Cindergard's not even hell. He's not doing anything. Degrom's not doing anything. We just I shut Degrom down out. yesterday. Degrom shut down. He's going to be out until September. Cindergard September. Cookie Carrasco is back. He pitched Friday night. He pitched well. Um, looking forward right. to watching him pitch a lot more. Stroman pitched today. He did well enough. They just bullpen, you know. Hey, how about the U.S. men's basketball team? I uh, seen that. Did they get beat? I seen that they drew Spain. Oh, I don't. I didn't know they played. Did they play today? See, I've been going pretty much all day. 
Um, well, ever sure. since we dogged them last Sunday, oh, they, they've been rolling. The shit out of they beat the shit out of Iran, <laughs> Iran, and like, Egypt and Iran and Turkey and stuff. So it was so funny because all the guys from Iran, they all looked the same. They were all like, you know, they had that tan skin with everybody had a beard. Looked like the Iron Sheik. Yeah, did I'm, I've been I've been you know obviously scurrying here. I had to reset my router before we did this, and and I was you know was interested to know if if the U.S. men's basketball team when, when they play again. But it sucks that we always know whether they won or lost before the game starts. Yeah, that's the worst thing about the Olympics being over in the Far East. Everything happens what fifteen hours ahead of time or something. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, if you're on social media of any kind, you're gonna know what's going on. Um, well, they beat the, then they beat the crap out of uh, the Czech Republic yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, um, I did catch some of that game. Um, but I'll tell you that Iran game, they shot the ball really well. Lillard shot yeah. the ball well. Um, yeah. So maybe they listened to the Duder podcast. Maybe they were one of the our grand, I think our grand total ended up being a total of 56 plays from last week's episode. Maybe it was some dream teamers. Wow. And maybe they, maybe they felt a little bad because we uh, we dogged them pretty hard. Hey, I Vince. Guarantee, I, I guarantee Zach Levine listens to us. Oh, he has to. He loves to. me. He has to. Hey, Viss, um, needed to also let you know, fantasy football draft. Labor Day. Okay. Be ready. Okay. The Elvis, for those of you who tuned in last year, uh, I'm the team owner. Elvis is the GM. Uh, we just kind of go from there. Last year in the fourth and long league, we finished second. Um, the goal this year is to obviously win the damn thing. Updates on the beatettes. Recti, I think, is back next week. Uh, so. Dougie Fresh, Dougie Fresh might be joining us at some point tonight. Curtis is out, uh, and uh, the Doctor Rakes is out as well. Teak sent us a text late, and she's out as well. So, there's your update on the beatettes. Oh, I talked to Luke Kraus a couple days ago. He said that he's ready to go. He's ready to go in the Elvis versus the GMC matchup. Okay. Except he's got tournaments. I think he said. He's got a tournament this week. So he had a tournament this weekend and next weekend. So sometimes at, sometime after next weekend, but before school. So okay. I think he just might've gave us like a, I think he might've just gave us a four day window. That's fine. So that might be all the I last need, thing we do. Oh, I need one swing. Uh, I think that might be the last thing we do um, because we can get, we can knock out those other three relatively quick. We need to get, haven't heard from Shep dog in a while. I don't work with him anymore, so. So does he just not care? He just doesn't care about the duders yeah, anymore? He, he might not. Shep, if I know you're going to listen to this. Make sure you're, you send us an email. Let us know you're still around, buddy. Uh, I'm introducing a new segment this week. Um, uh, this is more to poke fun at a friend of ours, um, classmate of Elvis's, Jeff Miller. You, The Duder universe might know him as Bodine. Uh, I'm introducing a new segment called Story When Bodine Puked. Um, I finally got him to start listening to the podcast, and I told him that 
you know, I'm going to start this new segment. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to tell a story about Bodine puking. So summer of 96, Harlan days, we drank a bunch of warm MGDs at about 11 o'clock in the morning on our way to Harlan days. We get there. It's a great time. I think we, did we go for truck poles or something? I don't know what we were doing, but uh, I talked his drunk ass into going on the Rocco planes. And he said, I can't go on the Rocco planes. I'll throw up. So he did warn me ahead of time. Fast forward about three minutes. I start rocking the Rocco planes. And if you're not familiar with the Rocco planes, it's a egg shaped. Um, what do you call that Elvis? An egg shape. It's like a, like a stair looking thing and yeah yeah it's just, go around and in circles and you can yeah. rock back it, and forth you got a little it goes handle. around yeah it goes around kind of like a merry-go-round or uh i'm sorry a ferris wheel kind of goes around and around and around and as you get going on if you rock it enough you can start spinning it upside down so i started spinning it upside down and guess what bodine puked uh and that's not even the best part the best part is is that so as they start letting people off the ride the people that are still on it, you know, we were all the way at the top. So they had to still come around and let people off of it. So I start rocking it some more and all Bodine's puke starts dripping down, dripping down on people. So it was pretty gross. Anyway, so that's my Bodine puke segment. <laughs> Hope, hopefully that, that goes over. That goes over well. No other podcast news. Um, We've kind of been soaking a lot of our time and efforts into this into this uh, GMC football preview, which we're, again, super excited tonight. Um, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We will be joined by uh, new Fairview head coach, uh, Phil Morrow. You're listening to the Duder Podcast. Hey, this is Rob Bailey, better known as Beat from the Duder Podcast, and I'm here to say that Amerimade Realty in Bryan, Ohio is the real deal. I'm not just saying that because I'm an agent there. I'm just saying that I would put our broker and stable of agents up against any other real estate office and we would dominate. And I'm not just talking real estate. We would dominate at bowling, basketball, Monopoly, you name it. So if you want your real estate sold quickly and at the maximum value, Give me a shout. I can be reached at 419-388-9290. Now back to the Duder Podcast. Welcome back to the Duder Podcast. The only way we're going to play country music on this is if we've got a Fairview guy coming in. We are delivering our third coach here in our GMC football preview. We are lucky to be joined by Fairview coach Phil Morrow. How you doing, coach? Doing great, thanks. Well, 
I just want to start off by thanking you for coming on here. Welcome to the Green Meadows Conference. Welcome to Fairview. Turns out coach lives right down the street from me. So I think uh, if I'm not nice to him, I might get TP'd. So I'm going to be really cool tonight. I'll be a good boy. Uh, coach, tell us Sounds a little great. bit about, tell us a little bit about your team. Um, you know, what have you learned so far? Well, you know, um, we've had a couple days, uh, two days here just last week and, you know, a summer full, I got here, you know, right be, uh, beginning of June. So, um, you know, I love our work ethic, you know, I love the, uh, you know, the, uh, the attitude and, you know, how hard they've worked and, uh, you know, we're just trying to kind of figure out, uh, you know, what, what we're going to be able to do best. Hey, Coach, uh, why don't you tell us who's who uh, left last year and who you lost from the team and who you're gaining for the 2021 team? Right. Like, yeah, obviously. If, if, if you know their names. Too many. Yeah, if you probably right. know their names very well. Yeah, I know they had some great players. Obviously, Doug's son at quarterback was quite a player. And then uh, third of the Tim Brook boys, I know, was, uh, you know, a heck of a running back, uh, linebacker for him. I think they had in the um, – uh, shoot, um, Ripke, I think, uh, was an awfully good player for him. Uh, yeah, and they had 16 seniors, so they had a uh, – a... Yeah, he's muted. Nice question, Elvis, to ask a brand new coach. Is uh, is he not on mute? Yeah, he's he's. I think he's got himself muted. I've I've clicked to ask him to unmute. Okay, there. Okay, there we go. Okay, we got you back. Yeah, I thought maybe I thought maybe Elvis's question offended you or something. No, no, not at all. Like I said, they had. uh, They had a wealth of good players, obviously. They had 16 seniors, and uh, I've gotten to meet a few of them. But, um, uh, you know, we've got some, uh, you know, some great seniors that are looking forward to, you know, forging their uh, identity as the. I must be sucking all the bandwidth down on this end of the Harrison Street. (laughs) All right. So we're having, we're having, sorry, folks, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty here. But, hey, it wouldn't be the duder if we didn't. That's right. I mean, we're going we're going back to our roots here with uh, these kind of technical issues. Does he have does he have dial up? We don't have dial up over here anymore. They got rid of it. It's completely. I think you guys have dial up. <laughs> we don't have dial up. <laughs> back, yeah. Uh, he's trying. It's okay. Who else did we have this problem with? Did we have a problem where so we kept losing somebody maybe a year ago? I don't remember. I don't either. I'm sorry. While, while he's while he's working on his end of things, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, coach, you're still muted. Uh, while I try and figure out, uh, well, he tries and figure out his, I'm just checking this to make sure I'm recording. You are. I see the record button. Oh, okay. That's good. That's That's real good. Uh, I guess while we, while we wait on coach here, if anybody out there that's listening can help us get in touch with Chris Dales, uh, that would be great. He's the Ayersville coach is the last coach that we've not been able to make contact with. Blue has tried. Lynn Grohl has tried. Um, uh, I have some other options in the event that we can't get him, but, um, you know, if we, if we can, that would obviously make things great. 
All right, Coach has brought his wife into things. It looks like maybe she might be able to help him fix it. <laughs> Getting serious now. <laughs> I think he can hear us. We just can't hear you, Coach. Yeah. You're Let me muted. see if I can. He was having trouble with his video earlier. I'm going to see if I can. Uh-oh, he's got his glasses out. He means business. I should just have him come down. One-on-one <laughs> one on one interview. Yeah, I could record I it for later. There we go. I think I found I hear him. All right. I don't know why. I don't know why it keeps muting, but it's because it's because I'm sucking all the bandwidth down here. <laughs> oh well, maybe. I'm telling you, but, our, uh, our our internet company touts that they have fast internet, but it's not that fast if you're using a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm I with, just turned uh, off a bunch of stuff. I'm yeah. actually with. Right, actually, I'm with Dish. Um, oh, whatever that okay. one's called. That... Excite. <laughs> it's the one that. I think it's HughesNet. Is it HughesNet? Yeah. Okay. So he went. Okay. He's back. We got his audio back now. Right. I don't have any video, but I got audio. I, we can see you. I can probably. Right, there you go. I got you now. Go ahead, Elvis. Next question. I'm ready. Um, well, hey, coach, with all your different coaching stops, what do you think you can bring differently to the GMC this year? Well, um, you know, I guess it's uh, it'll be kind of a new look for them. It's not something that uh, they've seen. I'm not sure. Um, Frozen. I, uh, I guess to continue on, I think, um, uh, you know, it'll be a little bit different style than, you know, uh, what they did uh, in the past offensively as far as, um, uh, you know, what we do from a formation standpoint, from a motion standpoint and such. So, um yeah you know it's just uh kind of a uh you know offense we've put together here the last uh well, i don't know last eight ten years and just kind of keep you know morphing it and, and fine-tuning and tweaking it so uh, i guess be able to answer that question a little better at the end of the season okay tell us a little bit about your staff the hold up did uh you got new guys come in with you or uh some of uh doug's guys stick around um, basically, it's um, pretty much the same staff. Um, one new uh, coach on staff is Joe Keim, who uh, Joe teaches in the middle school. He's been uh, coaching at Defiance uh, the last few years. And, um, you know, we're excited to have, uh, have Joe with us. But uh, uh, the remainder of the staff will be uh, the same as it's been. Great. Yeah, Joe's a, Joe's a veteran. Joe's, yeah, Joe, Joe knows his way around the field a little bit over there. Oh, without a doubt, he's coached baseball there. And uh, yeah, his son, Easton's really going to be a good player for us, for sure. He'll be a senior. His son's going to be a senior? Holy crap. Wow. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember, I remember when he was our little water boy at Hexville. <laughs> yeah. Long time. Wow. Hey, Coach. Uh, what, what, do you th what are the biggest areas of improvement you want to make when you're coming into August? And uh, for two a days for your football team. Um, well, you know we lost an awfully good kicker, you know, so that's that's uh, 
you know, something we've been working, uh, you know, hard on, you know, develop that. Obviously, how big our kicking game is. Um, defensively, you know, we're going to be pretty similar. So I think the biggest thing as we go into this week and our scrimmage with Eden and uh, Bob and then the following week with uh, uh, Toledo, uh, God is just uh, just kind of evaluate, you know, see where all the guys are with, uh, um, you know, with the new system and such and, and you know, make sure we got the right uh, pegs in the right uh, squares and, and circles, so to speak, because that's the hardest thing your first year is, is you really don't know what your guys can do until you get into the scrimmage. So, um, you know, before we get in that first game against an awfully good Wasion team. All the other coaches I've been able to ask, you know, what their conference outlook is. Obviously for you, that's a little bit of a tougher question. Um, but what do you know about the rest of the conference um, as far as uh, who to look out for? Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, uh, I understand Tenor, uh, be, they'll be strong. You know, obviously it's a big rival game, you know, the last game of the season. But, you know, to be, um, they're all going to be great challenges, you know. I'll give, um, yeah, but, yeah, it's going to be a great challenge for me, too, uh, because, um, you know, don't know really a whole lot about, you know, the conference. Haven't really spent any time in Northwest Ohio to speak of. I was a GA Bowling Green, but that was uh, that was a few uh, light years ago. So, uh, but uh, but I'm excited about it. It was a great conference, you know, and you know, especially the situation. You know, very pretty, relatively close, and uh, you know, I'm you know I'm you know, I'm pretty excited about it. We picked up a pretty good non-league game, so along with Wasion, Lipsick, and Brian, you know, it's a good uh, challenging non-league schedule. So. I think we play two four uh, division four schools, four division sixes, and four division seven. So, so yeah, I, th I think it's a you know it's a it's a great challenge and schedule. How how do you think you'll be fulfilled after the season? Your first year, get get all the jitters out. How do you think it'll be a successful season for you at the end of the year? Oh, a successful season. Oh, you know just. Yeah, I try not to put wins and losses on, you know, the, the determination of success. You know, the biggest thing is uh, just seeing our guys, you know, playing hard, playing for 48 minutes, playing for each other, um, you know, representing uh, Fairview High School, you know, in a great uh, first-class fashion on and off the field. You know, those are all things that I think uh, the, the longer you're into your coaching career are the things that, uh, you know, really define, you know, how good a job uh, – you know, you've done um, as far as, um, you know, developing a culture and, and, and developing young men. Now, before you came to Fairview, did you, you coach at a, a school that had deaf kids? Is that correct? Yeah, actually, oh, come on. Now, how big of a challenge was that? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. I'll tell you what. Um, that was uh, that was my first head coaching experience. Uh, that was uh, down Tech School for the Deaf, and um, yeah, it, it was it was a great experience. Um, actually, that's when I started signaling my plays, and I've been doing it ever since. Didn't have much choice when we were down there. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that was a tremendous experience. I, I enjoyed it and learned how to sign. I can still sign, so you know, it was a, another kind of neat skill that you know you develop along the way, but. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, though, we were fast because we got kids from all over the state. So, I mean, we we're two-time regional uh, champs in track. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was an awesome experience.
great. You said you said signaling in your play uh, your plays are. So are you you? I I don't want to specialize you here, but so do you pretty much run the offense? You call the plays. You take kind of yeah yeah responsibility yeah. in the offense. Right, I'll coordinate the offense. Right, I'll coordinate the offense for sure. And, and who do you uh, have taking? Who do you have doing your defense this year? Uh, uh, John McCord, uh, Coach oh, Craig okay. McCord's son. Uh, yeah. he'll, he'll coordinate our defense. And we know John. He's my age, I think. Between the two of us, I think. Yeah, us? Uh, you know, having, having Craig on our staff is, is just amazing. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's so good with special teams also. So that should be, uh, you know, a real strength for us. Coach, you doing anything different with the uniforms this year? No, it did not. Nope, didn't do a thing. Well, the helmet decal be a little different, but as far as the uniforms, no, you get in that late, it's, it's pretty tough. But but Doug's done a great job. You know, he's got three sets of uniforms. So yeah, we didn't yeah, we didn't change anything there at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, well, hey coach. Good luck. I'm good sorry. luck this year, coach. Well, appreciate it. Sorry the uh <laughs> the connection wasn't better. Uh, no, that's guys, fine, but, Coach. Uh, we we you know we appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday evening to to sit down and have a little conversation with us here, and hopefully uh, we can get you back on this season and talk a little bit more football, get a little bit more in depth as to how your team is doing. And uh, like I said, if you see a guy walking around Sherwood wearing a Jacob Degrom jersey, it's me. Uh, there you go. You kind of got the best of our Yan- my Yankees this year in that one series. So. <laughs> oh, don't worry, it'll turn. Don't worry. Hey, Coach, was, uh, you, just got, you just got Rizzo, so you'll be all right. I know. He's hit two home runs since he's been there. So, yeah, that, that's uh, not hurting. They won again today, so maybe they make a little push here. They may. All right, boys and girls, that was Fairview head coach Phil Morrow uh, joining us. Um, we're going to take a little break. We'll come back, and we will have Tenora head coach Kenny Krause. You're listening to the Duder Podcast. Hey folks, this is Beat from the Deuter Podcast with a public service announcement. Apparently there's an epidemic sweeping the nation. Now while I don't personally suffer from this, I do know a few that do, and it can be debilitating. It's called meat gazing, and it's real. Do you find yourself checking out the wiener next to you at the urinal? If you do, there's help. Meat Gazers Anonymous will help guide you and give you the tools to quit checking out the tool next to you. Now you have to call and register, and that number is 555-3837. Again, that's 555-3837. And there's an operator standing by to take your call. Guys, these are people that are here to help you with your dong staring problem. It's completely anonymous, and they're here to help. Again, that's Meat Gazers Anonymous, and it's 555-3837. Champion sound, yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touched down in London town. Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Set up a motor, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to your Welcome back to the Deuter Podcast. Well, we were supposed to be joined uh, this second segment by... Sonora head coach Kenny Krause, um, but uh, 
due to circumstances beyond any of our control, uh, Coach Krause had some trouble getting logged in. Um, we tried numerous things. We really tried to make it happen. Um, I'm actually recording this on Wednesday night. Um, we attempted Sunday night. <clears throat> Sunday night didn't work, so we tried to do it Monday night. We still just had all kinds of problems. Um, so we're going to try and schedule something with Coach um, later on, and hopefully before the season starts. Um, or I, I'm thinking he and I have talked a little bit about maybe me just meeting him up and doing a one-on-one. And, uh, and we can just add it to the episode. But do apologize for those of you who are listening to this and we're excited to hear Coach Krause. I know we were incredibly excited to to be able to to have him on, but I have traded text with him. He he is interested in coming on the show. Um, obviously, Elvis is not here with me to finish the show up. Um, I went ahead and uh, just wanted to get this thing wrapped up. And with the connectivity issues that we had with the first segment with um, uh, – with Coach Morrow, with Coach Morrow, um, had to bring Mason in to uh, to come through in the clutch and, and kind of get rid of some of the dead the dead air that was in there. But um, I have not listened to what he came up with, so um, we'll see how that goes. Um, hope you enjoyed um, hearing from Fairview's new coach. I know um, there are some people that I've just spoken to um, in the in the district that are excited. Um, for the fresh ideas that he's bringing to the table. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, Coach Rakes didn't leave the cupboard bare. Um, so he's got, he's got a lot to work with. Um, so if you could tune in next week, we are going to be joined by uh, the First segment will be joined by uh, Edgerton head coach Brody Flagel, followed by um, another coach that's new to the conference, Tyler Aaron from uh, Paulding. Um, he's not a first-time coach, but he's his team's new. Uh, so we are really excited to have that happening this weekend. Um, so we will be rocking and rolling. I think Bechtel's going to be back. Maybe Dougie Fresh will join us. And uh, we'll keep on rolling with this. Um, GMC football preview. One thing before I go, and that is if you can, um, I did see that Lynn Grohl tweeted today that his magazines are now available. I think they're $15. There's all kinds of um, different places you can get them. And if I get a chance, I'll go onto the Deuter uh, Twitter account and, and retweet his. So if you're looking for those, you can get them. Highly recommend it. Uh, I got one last year and it was, it was really good. And, and the year before, uh, Lynn does a fantastic job. Obviously, if you look, you're a, if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know, um, from Lynn being on here, he just, he, this, he lives for it and he does a fantastic job and, uh, we're awfully excited. So next week, again, first segment will be Brody Flagel followed by Tyler Aaron. Now those can flip flop if the coaches have any kind of, um, any kind of scheduling conflicts. We are scheduled for the last episode. Um, uh, Matt Holden, new head coach at Wayne Trace, will be joining us. That'll be on the uh, August 15th, August 16th for most of you who will get it the following day. Uh, we are, I tentatively have Chris Dales in here just in case we are able to get a hold of him. Uh, Blue Boy's been trying and not been very successful. And I know as we get, you know, as 
these guys, they got two a days going on. They've, you know, they're going to be rolling right into scrimmages. So, you know, obviously we don't hold anything against them for the schedule, not permitting them to come on, but I do have some other exciting ideas. Um, I do have a phone call to make tomorrow. Um, so we might have a special guest, um, and, uh, and just a little teaser. It's a former Hicksville coach, um, that we might be able to get on here and, uh, we'll see. It's, you know, you know how we do, we just, we just roll with it. Uh, I do apologize that, uh, Elvis isn't here to take us home. Y'all know what this means. It's shout out time. Uh, Elvis isn't here to give any shout outs, but I'm sure he would have, uh, if he was here with me tonight, I'm sure he probably would be giving a shout out to his Chicago Bulls who made some serious moves. Give a shout out to LK. I traded text with him today in regards to the Knicks picking up uh, Kemba Walker. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Javi Baez, who's uh, not killing it for the Mets, but he hit, a, he hit a home run tonight. That gives him two with us. So that's all the shout out. And we want to give a shout out to Bill Morrow, new head coach at Fairview for coming on and joining us. Um, so that's going to do it for this installment of the Deuter podcast we thank you all for listening if you're listening via Apple podcast we ask that you subscribe rate and review be sure to like the Deuter podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you want to get in touch with the show shoot us an email deuterpodcast at gmail.com The Deuter Podcast is a Beat2K production created and produced by me, Rob Bailey. Executive producers are Mike Bailey, Doug Billman, and Steve Bechtel. Social media director, Tara Bailey. Big shout out to editorial assistant, Mason Hostetler. Uh, Hair and makeup, as always, by Curtis Metz. This is Beat signing off. You've been listening to The Deuter Podcast. And I'm going to give you all my good Elvis impersonation here. It's closing time. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da